Happy New Year, everyone. Can you believe we are officially in 2023? Holy shit. It is wild how quickly time is going. But I am glad to be back with a new season. So this is season six of Real Beauty with FD. So wildly, I have now been doing this podcast for nearly two years and it has literally been the best thing I have done. I'm super, super excited to be continuing and I have a great guest who is up and will be speaking to us about body peace from within and also touching on resolutions. Speaking of resolutions, have you already made yours for the year? Do you make them on a yearly basis? I know for me, I do. And I truly try to take advantage of it being like a new year, new start opportunity to kind of write down the things that I want to accomplish. So I will write from a professional standpoint of this is what I want to kind of ambitiously get after when it comes to work. And I always for sure try and manifest a promotion. And I was fortunate enough at the end of last year to get the promotion that I was It's always good to continue to shoot for the stars, right? From a podcast standpoint, I really feel that this has continued to mold and kind of change what I had originally envisioned for some of these conversations, which I love as I feel like they are on a much deeper level. And selfishly, I've mentioned this before, but I feel like I have gained so much from a lot of these conversations. It's kind of like I'm having therapy outwardly um, with some of my questions and searching and research. And sometimes I forget that people even listen to this. So again, I appreciate the fact if you're still with me (laughs) after two years, you're the best and clearly you're my best friend Um, and you're not sick of my voice, which I really, really appreciate. The other piece is I'm going to really try and be kinder to myself and how I view my body and I'm definitely not in the shape I was when I was 20 nor 25, but I also understand realistically that I'm older and my body's gone through a lot. I've also had a baby and I feel like I put so much pressure on how I look physically instead of thinking about, I want to exercise or be fit because like I want to be healthier or because I feel good. So I'm really trying to kind of change that mindset and do this to genuinely feel good about myself and not because the other day I went into Zara and a size medium didn't fit me. I had to get a large. Again, anyone that shops at Zara, they know their sizing is ridiculous. And I am and have continued to be over the last like God knows how many years being a size six to four or I guess a four to six. Um, so anyway, I just want to try and be kinder to myself and 
help kind of continue this conversation and promote this kind of openness with my girlfriends too, as I am really conscious that like so often we all kind of put ourselves down and I want to be the one to advocate for change. And if any of my girlfriends are kind of making comments and we discuss this with Nina, I really want to kind of do better on promoting people upwardly and not kind of bouncing on the bandwagon and being like, oh yeah, I feel like shit too. And oh yeah, let's just um, not have this piece of cake because heaven forbid we might put on like a stone by eating that one piece. Um, so I feel like I need to do better, um, not just for myself, but with others. So yeah, I do have like a number of cool things I am trying to kind of get after this year and the other thing that I actually just recently created um so if you're interested go check it out it's my Etsy store and it's called Choose Teas and I've kind of fixated on I love like a simple white tea and I feel like you can dress it up, dress it down, but I love those kind of statement teas. So I'm going to see Taylor Swift this year and selfishly, I decided to make my own t-shirt. So I have a couple of options in like crop top, in normal tees. I'm also obsessed with Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec. If I was any character, it would 100% be her. And if any of my colleagues are listening, they will know that for a fact. Anyways, I will finish this here because if not, my God, I will like continue to ramble. So please enjoy episode one, season six, Real Beauty with FD. Thanks for joining. Hi, Nina. Hi, Francine. So nice. We did it. We did it. We made it. Excellent. Good, good, very good. I'm um, usually coming to you from Boston, which is where I live. But yeah. right now, I am in Sanibel Island in Florida, oh, wow. on the west, the west side of Florida. Um, and it's particularly in Oh Wow because they got hit very badly during Hurricane Ian, which yeah. is three months ago. So it's um, the best way to describe the island. Um, and we've been coming down, my mom has a place here, we've been coming down for 30 some years, um, is post-apocalyptic. Oh my gosh. Was there a lot of damage? Like, was your mom okay, her property? So she was not here. Nobody was here. Everybody was required to leave. Um, her property, so on Sanibel, depending on when you built people either built on the ground like a regular house or they were required because it was built a little bit later on stilts. Okay. Yeah. So her house is on stilts, um, but there was a downstairs area, room and bathroom. That room was submerged in six feet of water. Oh my gosh. Which basically means anybody who was built on the ground, their house is is destroyed it completely and everything completely drenched in salt water and mud. Oh gosh, that is so sad. So how long are you guys there for? 
Um, so we are here. My mother, so my mother is 91. She's the most intrepid, brave human being you will ever meet. She's outrageous. And she was like, no, I'm going to go down. And I was like, everybody on the street was like, Ayala, this is not a good idea. And she was like, well, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what I can do unless I can see it. Yeah. Came down. She got the electricity working. She got water running. The kitchen and bedrooms were untouched. The front was sort of was damaged. So floors went up, ceilings came down. Yeah. So we've been very busy. Oh, I bet. Um, yeah, really reconstructing. And um, and last night it was very sweet. We went out, you have to go off island to get anything now because there's no infrastructure here. Mm-hmm. Like it it all exists, but nobody's in it. It's very weird. Um and uh like just like. You drive, I'm going to put, post a video on social media because everybody's like, what's it like there? I'm like, you can't even imagine. Um, and uh, so um, we went post Christmas sales. We just bought a ton of white twinkle lights and it was like, and put them all on the outside because I saw one, one other house on Sanibel with lights and it was a little like a beacon. Yeah. Like, we're still here. Yeah, it's like, like we're here too. We're here too. So we're just like, <laughs> so anyway, so a little more dramatic than me sitting in my office in Boston. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure also it's nice for your mom to be able to go back there and start kind of building up and getting back to like home again. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. So your Christmas, um, our holiday season is probably being a lot more emotional. Um, yeah, it's, it's poignant, you know, you get clear on what's really important. Yeah, it's true. It is true. I'm, um, so I have a four and a half year old and, you know, I appreciate that that this time of year, especially for kids as they grow older, it's, you know, Santa brings presents and it's such a big deal. And sometimes it seems like it's too much about the stuff and what am I going to get? And when do I get the next candy? So we're constantly trying to, as much as we can keep her grounded and be like, Hey, it's not about this. And, you know, fringe or, you know, other kind of things that we can kind of represent a different story that it's about who you spend your time with and being together and appreciating that and appreciating what you have in life. But it's hard. I remember being younger and being like, okay, whatever mom, dad, (laughs) like, sure. Um, But we, we try, um, especially, um, you know, me and my husband, we try not to spoil her, but at the same time, we look back in our childhood, which was great, like no, no complaints at all. But at the same time, it's like, I want to be able to spoil her and do nice stuff for her and, you know, do nice experiences, but there's such a fine line of, you also just don't want her just to expect it, you know, not, not easy at this time of year, especially even just as an adult, like social media is, you know, an interesting platform, how it shows such great things, but at the same time, it's so hard not to compare or be like, wow, they got some great presents or the house looks amazing. And I can't even compete, you know? Um, but 
before we deviate onto different topics, because I have a number of ones I want to speak to you about, I want to welcome you, Nina, to um, Real Beauty with FD. Um, So this is a place where we discuss what beauty means to us, whether it's a product that sells out every second around the world or a cult classic to discussing body positivity to building incredible brands. We are here to find your little black dress in skincare, makeup, and more importantly, promoting happiness within your own skin and owning it. Each episode, I'm bringing in a new personality to discuss all things beauty and touch on their inspiring stories. And this week, we have Nina Malosin. Manelson. Manelson. Okay. Manelson. So if you think about it as man and then Olson, Manelson. Manelson. They say, right? No. So it's Manelson. So that's M-A-N, like man and woman. Man. Olson. Olson, Man Olson. Correct. Okay, Nina Matt Olson. <laughs> um, who is a body peace coach. So she helps people end the war with food and body and finally feel truly at home in their body um, as it is, which is magical. And I'm so excited about talking more about this. So you're known for being a deeply feminist, anti-diet, body piece approach, and you bring 30 years of experience as a therapist. So I'm so excited about speaking to you, um, especially at this time of year where I feel as a woman, as a man, as whoever, we can't help but overindulge and then feel immediately guilty. And again, I'm talking about the comparisons on social media and you're like, oh God, I hate how I look, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes it puts a bit more of a kind of toxic downer on the holiday season. Um, Instead of just enjoying it for what it is, being involved in pictures because it brings memories and it's a great time of year. But unfortunately, there's this kind of downer to how I look, how I feel about my body, um, which is sad. It really is sad. Um, So tell me what is body peace and why do we need it? Yeah. So body peace is that feeling of feeling truly that sigh. Like I'm at home in my body. I'm not sucking in my tummy. I'm not wondering what diet I should go on tomorrow. I'm not feeling like I should start again with yet whatever the fad diet is. I'm not looking in the mirror and criticizing my thighs or my butt or my belly or my arms or my chin or all of it. I'm just like, I get to live in this cool body. Here I am. And it feels good. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like an aggressive relationship it doesn't feel like a management model of let me do something to this body to make it better it feels like this is a positive caring supportive respectful relationship and how long have you been kind of on this journey to promote body peace and how how was your own journey to get to that point where you're accepting and you look differently like you appreciate what your body can do for you yeah so I have been on this journey really since I was nine when I was first put on a diet 
Mm -hmm. uh, Weight Watchers was out at that time. It was very big. Uh, my mother was like, oh, let's get healthy and let's get slim and let's do this thing together. Right. With the best of intentions. Yeah. Oh, right. we want to take care of ourselves. And our culture is saying diets are the way to do it. Great. Let's do that together. But what that did is start a lifelong journey of, oh, let me try this diet. Oh, that's not working sustainably for a long time. You know, that's not working because the reality is, is 95% of people who go on diets gain their weight back, if not more in two oh, yeah. to five years. Yeah. So, you know, I started when I was nine and I kept going all through my teens, really intensely in my teens, right? Trying to fit into the, the genes and look just like everybody else in the magazines, that sense of comparison, right? The compare and despair. And then. Sorry, too. Yeah. No worries. Mom. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Oh my gosh. That's adorableness. <laughs> she is outside of the fact she just put makeup all over her face. I'm like, okay, Luna, just, you know, you know, mama's working right now. Um, anyway, sorry. Um, no so culture, um, kind of looking. Yes. So, so if, from this place of always being in this comparison and always being in this I should look different than I do came a sense of not enoughness and this is where we get into why is body peace important yeah. because when we're not moving towards a relationship with our body that feels good that feels easy that feels like we trust our body we're in a time-consuming mentally exhausting emotionally draining relationship with our body that takes up way too much space. I've worked with so many women who are saying like, there's too much real estate of my own brain taken up by, oh my gosh, do I look okay? I'm too fat. I'm too, you know, wrinkly. I'm too old. I'm too this. I'm too that. It's like, wait a second. Let's not do that anymore. Let's feel good in our own skin. And from there, we're more powerful, right? So it wasn't really until I was in my 30s that I was like, wait a second, this is not working. Yeah. And I don't want to be doing this, right? And now I'm in my 50s. And in my 50s, I work with women who are literally saying to me, I don't want to die hating my body, Yeah. right? And I work with women of all ages, right? 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. All of whom say, I just don't want to be in this war anymore. It takes up too much energy. It makes me feel bad. It's like a constant drain. And really, it's exhausting, right? The way I knew I was really ready for change with my relationship with my body is I was like, I am bored with the conversation that I'm having with my body. I am bored with, oh, maybe I shouldn't have eaten that. Oh, Tomorrow I'll start again. Yeah. We can do better. We yeah. absolutely can do better. And there is a way. Yeah, it's true. It's just, um, you know, I was thinking about like resolutions, you know, this time of mm -hmm. year, you know, what your 
kind of looking at for, okay, the next year and what have I done this year? And did I hit my resolutions? And immediately, immediately my brain went to, I really need to get my body back in shape. And I was like, oh my God, why does my, like, why does my brain go there? It's not like I really want to learn guitar or I really want to take up a new hobby or It's like, why do we immediately think about improving how we look outwardly instead of thinking about, well, what could I do to improve myself that will probably make me feel better, more confident? Um, And, you know, I was scrolling through Instagram. And the one thing I hate about this time of year, too, is I've seen so many celebrities who you haven't really seen post in like a couple of months. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, I have this new app and it's a fitness app. And look how I got my body back. And you Mm -hmm. think like, I understand you know, each their own and whatever they're looking at. But for me personally, I'm like, well, I'm a working mom and it's not, it's the lifestyles are different. The money's different. Mm -hmm. I don't have a PT. Mm -hmm. So that app that they're trying to promote, I'm like, I know that that's not real. I know that that's not how they got that body, but Mm -hmm. seeing this constantly. So then it makes you think, oh God, I really need to get my body back next year. And okay, I need to just stop eating and oh God, I've eaten all this stuff at Christmas. So how do you challenge yourself as you are at this time of year and everyone's talking about resolutions and the other thing, which again, each to your own, and I'm not necessarily a big drinker, but it's dry January. And you're like, what is the point of dry January? Because then it's like, no one wants to do anything. Everyone falls deeper into that like post-holiday blues. And you think you're not helping yourself by depriving. Yes, if you need to cut back, fine. If you're thinking about this from a health perspective and you're like, I've been drinking too much, I need to cut back. But it's when, the same as diet, you cut out everything, then you get to February and you just binge. Mm-hmm. And you think, how is that? That's not helping. Um, so I feel I'm always when it comes to my friends, I'm like, can we not do dry January? Can you not be that person to just cut yourself off for a month? And then I don't see you and you're miserable. So how, how do you, how do you yeah. deal? I'm sure you've been having right. a lot of conversations. <laughs> There's so many things that you're bringing up that are so important. One is this idea of deprivation. What happens when we decide no more something, right? That's one. The other idea is this idea of getting my body back, right? How do we, getting my body back, what does that really mean? Let's unpack that. And the way that I want to start the whole conversation is, I don't know if you know this, Francine, but I write poems. I write body piece poems and I write them in service to changing the conversation that we have with our body and our food, the way that women talk, people talk about their body and food. And there's a poem, if you're up for it, that I'd love to share with you. Yeah. Okay. So this one's called Start Again. Resolutions are passe. Well, at least I'm over them. But that desire to wipe the slate clean, to get back in the saddle, to start again, still lingers. The hope of redemption, of doing better, of improving, it drives us to look at tomorrow, at Monday, at the first of the month, the first of the year, as a moment to transform, to eat better, to move more, to go to bed on time. But the potential isn't the start line that's out there. The power is in the listening. The power is in. The power is the 
internal experience. The listening is our momentum. Skip the starting blocks. Sink into all the fields. How can you support yourself right now? Right. And so essentially in that poem, what I'm speaking to is the difference of, oh, the starting block is out there. I'm going to start again. I'm going to make this thing happen versus wait, let's come inside. Let's do the listening in. That's where our growth mindset, right? Different than I'm going to wipe the slate theme, which is so appealing. Yeah. We all have it. I can't tell you how many like new journals I have. Right. Oh, I'm going to start again. Right, we have that desire, but instead, if we can say, actually, what creates more change is a sense of a growth mindset. And where does that come from? It comes from listening to what we actually need. So to come back to that, what you said, get my body back. Well, what does that mean exactly? Right? Because we could look at it as, oh, I'm going to get my body back, and it's going to look like X star, right? It's going to look like Shakira. It's going to look like Lizzo, not Lizzo's maybe the wrong example in this, but it's going to look like JLo. Yeah. It's going to look like somebody who's like super slim and, and super um, into fitness. Yeah. Right. Instead of what if I was getting my body back in a way that I was actually developing a relationship of trust with her. Mm -hmm. Right. That's a body like Lizzo. Right. I trust this body. Mm -hmm. This body is beautiful as it is. And I and I am in it loud and proud. Right. Getting my body back is actually a very powerful phrase. It's saying I want this relationship. I want to reclaim it. I don't want my body to be a commodity that this the diet industry, the fitness industry, the aging industry is making money off of. This is my body. I claim the wisdom that's within her. That's getting truly getting my body back. Oh my God. Right? I love that change. Yeah. I love that mindset, like shift of like just taking that phrase that we use so negatively to I am reclaiming it. I love that. Yes. Yeah.